I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. You can continue believing as you wish to believe, but at the same time, you need to make some adjustments based on what is actually in front of you. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. What can you get? Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. For all listeners of the show, I got to make sure you understand what the next step is and what the next level is in working with me and this work on your game universe that I've built. This podcast is not the last step. This is only the first step. The next step for you is to join me in my Bulletproof Mastermind and then my third day mastermind at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Let me tell you specifically what we work on. And those are both my group and my individual masterminds. First of all, we got to work on mindset. The biggest challenge that many people have, many of you who are listening right now, that is holding you back from the success and the outcomes that you want is not your tactics, is not the strategies you're using, is not a certain app or a certain process or any of that stuff that you think is the problem. The biggest challenge is your mindset because your mindset is what keeps you from seeing what you need to see and thusly doing what you need to do. And that's why you're not being who you need to be. So the biggest thing we work on in all of my mastermind programs, whether you're working in my group mastermind, or my one-on-one is we got to work on your mindset and your mentality and your approach. Once we get that down as the foundation on top of that, then we're going to build the strategies. Strategies are what exactly do I do? How exactly do I do it? Then there's the accountability, not only the accountability for you and making sure you're getting things done, but also the accountability of the process, making sure that the process is an accurate formula that is actually getting you to the outcomes that you want so that we can measure the results and how far you're getting or how far away you are. Then there's the execution and making sure that you're doing the same things the same way every time, following the disciplines and following the processes. You can join my masterminds and start working with me directly. This is the very next step. If you're listening to this show and you're ready to go to the next level, the next step is to go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. You can join my group, Bulletproof Mastermind, or you can sign up for a call by clicking the link that says one-on-one coaching and sign up for a call with me. And we can talk about working one-on-one in my third day mastermind. That again is at workonyourgameuniversity.com to work with me directly. That is the next step here. Mindset, strategy, accountability, execution, workonyourgameuniversity.com. My next Work On Your Game live event will be taking place May 5th and 6th, 2022. And this is going to be a virtual event, Thursday and Friday, full day events. And this is specifically for the thought leaders, personal brand builders, and entrepreneurs who want to build your brand, build your business, and you want to finally go full time in your business to where you're at least making enough money to cover your expenses and pay your bills so that you can quit your job and do your thing, your entrepreneurial thing, 
full time. So this is specifically for those of you who are writing books, selling coaching, selling any type of training, you're selling courses, you're doing workshops, you're doing speaking gigs, live seminars, podcasting, and you want to start making a full-time income from that thing so you can stop doing all the other things and just do your thing full-time and you know the clock is ticking on you, this next Work On Your Game Live is the event for you. So I want you to go to workonyourgame.live. Notice that link, workonyourgame.live. And there you can see the details. This is going to be a two-day event. We're on day one. We're going to cover mindset and strategy. As you all know, the foundation of everything I do, we got to start with the mindset and the strategy so that you know you're working off of accurate formulas that actually work. What are you doing in entrepreneurship? What business are you actually in? What are your frameworks in place? Who are you trying to sell to? Who is your target client? What exactly are you giving them? We're going to cover all of that on day one in addition to more things. And on day two is application and execution. We're going to talk about putting together your offers. When you're putting yourself out there to the world, how do you put it out in such a way that gets people actually excited about buying what you're selling? How being prolific and putting your name and your brand and your mind and your ideas out there to the world is one of the biggest things you can do to make sure you're consistently generating new leads. In other words, new people who are knowing about what you're offering and excited about getting it. How to name your price. Any of you who's having challenges with pricing and money and getting money out of people, I know exactly why you're having those challenges and we will solve them on day two of working your game live. We're going to talk about the human capital you have in place, meaning the tools and skills, the intangibles that you have in place, what you need to develop and what you need to go get from someone else. We're going to talk codifying your knowledge. How do you take the knowledge that is in your head, get it on paper, so to speak, so that you can actually transfer it and sell it to other people in a systemic way? We're going to talk about how you're making money because money is one of the biggest challenges for entrepreneurs here. And that's really one of the main outcomes that we want to get here is that you're making the kind of money that you want to make. You no longer have challenges with selling your products and you're no longer holding yourself back with your own negative money mindsets. All of that's going to be covered on day two, which is application and execution. So what I want you to do right now is go to workonyourgame.live. That's workonyourgame.live, L-I-V-E. Get your ticket for this two-day virtual event. That's a Thursday and a Friday. If you can't make it either day, we will have a replay available for everyone who has a ticket. That is going to be May 5th and 6th. I'm covering two full days, mindset and strategy on day one, application and execution on day two. This is specifically for the thought leaders, the brand builders, the coaches, the speakers, the book writers, the seminar deliverers, the speakers, all of you out there who want to make a full-time living from your intellectual property. That is the knowledge that is in your head. You want to turn into products and services that people can pay you for, and you want to do it full-time, but you're not quite there yet. I'm going to help you get there. I know the formulas. I know the systems. I have the process. You join me at workonyourgame.live. I will see you in May, and let's get to getting this money. Workonyourgame.live. You're now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you're expecting to achieve is yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves all of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy, which is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic, facts, F-A-C-T-S or F-A-X, depending on how you like to say it. Facts do not care about your feelings. This is a very important topic. And I'm going to explain to you why it's so important, why it matters so much, even though you may agree with the basic premise of what I just said. I still need to explain to you why I need to explain it and go deeper on this in a moment. 
First, let me tell everybody, I send out a daily motivation text for free every day to anyone who would like to receive it. You want to be in my text community, all you got to do is just text me at the number that I'll be texting you from. My number is 305-384-6894. Let me say it again. 305-384-6894. It's also down below in the show notes wherever you're listening to this. So just grab that number or just click on the link there and you can text me. And every morning when I send out my daily motivation text, guess what? You will be receiving it. And I do send that thing out every single day. And it's just a text message. It's something just to keep you focused, sharp and on point every day. So hit my line with the at that number I just gave you and you'll get the daily motivation every day. In addition to the daily game you're getting right here on this show, in addition to if you're following me on social media, you do those first. Then the next level is you get the books. Next level is you come to my live events. Next level is you join my mastermind. Oh, yeah. And also get the Bulletproof Bulletin as part of my mastermind. You get the Bulletin separately as well. So we got a whole process here. We're not just randomly doing stuff just so y'all all understand that. But that's a different conversation for a different day. Let's talk about today's conversation, which is facts, not caring about your feelings. In episode 1407, I asserted that subjective opinions matter more than facts now. And I said that kind of in a tongue in cheek type of way, and that many people these days, and these even people who we formerly and traditionally have trusted to tell us objective truths, they don't base their reporting or their beliefs or their statements on facts anymore. Everything is based on how people feel and it's all based on opinions. And now we have, if you're a male and you decided you feel like a female, now you can just decide, all right, tomorrow I'm a girl. And this is just accepted these days. And that's not specifically what we're talking about here. What we're talking about here today is more black and white things that actually can be measured. And this is really directed towards when I created this episode, this topic we're going to talk about today. I was thinking about the entrepreneurs, the business people, the professionals out there, those of you who go out there and you work every day and your work can be and is being measured to where you can look at exactly what results you are getting from the work that you're doing. And I want you all to understand that the facts, meaning the objective results that you are producing or not producing based on your efforts. Do not care about how you feel about them. So whatever results you are getting or not getting are black and white. They are completely impartial. They are not hating on you. They don't love you. They don't hate you. They're not trying to go against you. They're not trying to help you. They just are what they are. And if they are not looking the way that you want them to look, then your feelings and your beliefs have nothing to do with that. Your feelings and beliefs may have led to the actions that led to these outcomes, but they are not the reason for the outcomes. And this is something that I've been uh, stressing from one angle or another many times over the last couple of weeks here on the show. The point being, like I said, when I said the subjective opinions matter more than facts to many people these days is that many people are just simply disregarding factual information when that factual information is in conflict with their emotions in conflict with their opinions and with their beliefs. I want you to understand that facts matter more than your opinion. Today, I'm telling you, Again, specifically, when we're talking about measuring things. Today, I'm telling you as an accurate thinker, that's you, who appeals to reason and logic, that factual information wins over your beliefs, over your opinions, and over your feelings. And if you are in a position right now where the factual information is in conflict with how you feel and what you believe, here's what I need you to understand. Is it possible that you could possibly shape the facts to fit around your beliefs? Yes, it is 100% possible. But I also want you to understand that if right now you're in a situation where the facts are not shaping around your beliefs and your feelings, then there are some adjustments that you're going to need to make. And so it's not just necessarily oh, you're just going to keep believing what you want to believe. And eventually one day you're going to wake up and the facts are going to be exactly as you want them to be. 
That's not the way that it works, folks. You can continue believing as you wish to believe, but at the same time, you need to make some adjustments based on what is actually in front of you. This is what smart, knowledgeable, and wise and successful people do. They don't just keep believing whatever they want to believe, even though the facts are telling them something different. We call that insanity, right? We all know the definition of insanity is you continuing to do the same thing, but expecting a different result. So today I want you to understand, you're going to understand not only the science of this, but also the art of how you can reconcile the conflict between what you believe and how you feel and the actual objective facts that are staring you in the face. Point number one, today's topic again, facts don't care about your feelings. Number one, being that we are in a performance and results-based business, that business being life, your only affiliation, your main affiliation, well, we won't even say only, let's just say your main affiliation is to performance and results. Everybody agree with that? Is anyone who has a problem with your main affiliation being to performance and results? Because if you're new around here, I just want to make sure everybody understands that the point of everything that gets done here under this work on your game umbrella, under this ethos called work on your game is about you performing at your best level so that you can produce results. It's not just to perform, but it's performing in order to produce results. Because coming from the sports world, I heard from plenty of athletes who felt like they were performing really well, yet they were not getting the results that they wanted. So we had to make sure that we're not only just talking about performance. There's a lot of people out there who talk about high performance or how to help you perform. Well, the purpose of performing is to produce a specific result. It's not just to say that you perform. Because again, there are a lot of people who feel like they're performing, yet they're not getting the outcomes that they want. So something needs to change, right? It's not that the world needs to change around you. Maybe something about the way you're performing or who you're performing for or what you're performing needs to be altered so that you can get the results that you want. So your main affiliation is to performance and results and to whatever will help you produce performance and results. Here's where your belief, your confidence, your hard work, your dedication, that's where all these things come in. Your belief, confidence, hard work, dedication are supplemental pieces that help you hopefully produce high level performance, which leads to the kind of results that you want. But understand that those things alone are not substitutes for you performing and producing results. Does everybody understand the distinction that I just described there? So what all this means is anything that you believe or you feel that is proven to not produce performance and results, it shall be discarded. Let me say that one more time. This is a very important point that I had to drive home because there are a lot of people who are sabotaging their own success and don't even understand how or why they're doing it is because they don't understand this point that I just made. Anything that you believe or that you feel that is proven to not produce the desired results that you want, you need to eliminate and delete those feelings and beliefs. Any questions? And on the other hand, Anything that is proven to positively produce the performance and results that you want, you will keep those things. They will not be discarded. You will keep them even if it's something that you don't necessarily enjoy. Even if you don't feel that great about it, but you know it produces the desired result, then you need to keep doing it. You will keep it. You will employ it. Regardless of how you feel, you will start using it. Why? Because it produces results. To give you an example, probably about... I'm recording this in 2022, so it's probably around 2016, 17-ish. I went to this dentist who I hadn't been to before, this guy up in Boca Raton. And after I got a teeth cleaning, the dental hygienist female was telling me, hey, she was asking me rather, do you ever, do you floss your teeth? And I was telling her, no, I don't floss my teeth. I brush no, in the morning, I brush my teeth at night, but I had never really gotten to the habit of flossing my teeth all these years. And I'm in my 30s at this point and never had flossed my teeth. 
And she explained to me in a logical way why flossing my teeth would help me. Not only would it be good for my long term dental health, which probably wouldn't move me to action just telling me that, even though it's logically true, it would also keep me from needing to get cavities filled and making too many more trips to the dentist, which can become very expensive trips. And if you ever got you know, extensive dental work done, like having a lot of cavities filled or you had to get teeth fragments removed, I've had all of that stuff. That stuff starts to add up. I've spent thousands of dollars at the dentist because I hadn't been flossing my teeth for so many years up to that point. And I never felt excited about flossing my teeth. Still to this day, I don't feel excited about it. I don't feel negative about it, but I never felt excited about it. But I had to start thinking accurately while I'm sitting here in that dental chair and looking at the bill that I had to pay that dentist for all the work that I had to get done. I realized, okay, I am operating by some accurate, inaccurate formulas that are not working. And one of them was not flossing. So the thing that did work that I wasn't so excited about and feel great about it. Again, not negative, but I also didn't feel great. I was pretty ambivalent about it was I need to start flossing my teeth. Knowing that flossing works and it keeps me from sitting in that dental chair too much and paying too much bills, too much of my money to that dentist. And this has proven to be true over the years since then. Now I floss every single day. So even if you don't feel great about something, if you know that it works, then you must start employing it. This is what accurate thinkers do, folks. This is what people who are focused on results do. Let me tell you what unsuccessful people do who do not produce results. They look at the facts in front of them that says your way doesn't work, but this way does work. But because you feel good about your way or you want to believe in your way, you keep doing things your way that clearly does not work. This is called operating by an inaccurate formula. And this leads to failure, defeat, loss and despair. All right. And if you're looking for those things, then by all means, keep doing things your way after it has been proven that your way doesn't work. And again, working is based on what produces the desired result. And listen, I want you to understand everything I'm saying here today is contingent on your agreement that our focus is on performance and results. Now, if that's not your ideal outcome. You don't want to perform and produce results. Then you can discard everything I'm saying here. Anybody who thinks that probably already turned this off and is not listening. But all of you who are listening still, if your focus is on performance and results, then everything that I said here today is a prescription for your success. All right. And this is not a Dre idea. This is not me telling you what you need to think and how you need to feel. This is me giving you some objective, reasonable strategies that will actually help you get to the outcomes that you want. Now, you can violate this if you wish, but you probably already have enough experience. We all have had experiences violating principles and getting the outcomes that we don't want from violating those principles. And once you realize that that's what you're doing, if you're ignorant of it, then, then we can't blame you. But it, once you become conscious of your own ignorance, now is your responsibility to do something different. When I became conscious of my ignorance, when it came to flossing my teeth, I changed my behaviors and I got better results. Is that a simple enough formula? Point number two, today's topic, once again, facts do not care about your feelings. Your job is to measure, track, and analyze the results of your actions. If you're not doing this, then of course, you may get to a level of confusion between what is factually going to work and what is better, let's just say, what produces the results more efficiently or which one is producing more results between the objective facts that are being thrown at you and how you feel in your opinions, which may be in conflict. But if you're not measuring, tracking and analyzing the results of your actions, then you might not know which one is better, which one is winning, which one is producing a higher level of results. To give you an example, if you go look at any of that, any of you who's read any one of my books, or it doesn't even have to be that. If you go to workonyourgameuniversity.com for my Bulletproof Mastermind, or you go to bulletproofbulletin.com or any one of my books, Mirror Motivation, Overseas Basketball Blueprint, The Third Day, 
any one of those pages, what we do there, and we're always doing, is we run what you call split test. Any of you who's ever done any marketing, you know what a split test is. And it doesn't have to be online. You can also do this offline. Split test is very simple. You take two, actually, you take one version of whatever marketing material you have, and you just change one element of it, usually the headline. On a website like Amazon, it gets millions of viewers every second, probably. They can split test all kinds of details, like the colors of the buttons and all of that stuff. But let's just say you split test the headline. So right now at thirddaybook.com, I'm split testing two different headlines. The pages are exactly the same. The only difference is one of them has one headline. It's headline A. The other one has headline B. Some people also call this A-B testing. It's the exact same thing. And what we're doing there, after a certain number of visitors have seen each version of that page, then we look at which one has produced more results. Now, what result are we after? Of course, we want people to order the book. We want people to put in their contact information. We want to see how much money somebody's going to spend going through the entire sales funnel. Do they just get one book? Do they get five? Do they get 10? We look at all of that stuff. We're measuring, tracking, and analyzing the results to find out which headline is leading to a higher level of results. Now, you might think to yourself, well, aren't there other elements that lead to the results besides just the headline, Andre? The answer is yes, but here's the thing. This is why split testing is so important. Because everything else is exactly the same between these two sequences. The only difference is that headline. So the difference in the results can only be based on one thing because there's only one thing we changed. That's the variable. This is basically the scientific method being used in marketing. And we figure out which one is producing the higher level of results. Our result is usually how much money somebody is spending. And whichever one does better, that is the winner. We keep the winner and we discard the loser. Everybody follow that. Is anyone, again, who does not understand that? If you don't understand what I just said, rewind everything that I just spoke and listen to it again. If you want to learn more about how this works and how you can use it yourself, join me in my mastermind at workonyourgameuniversity.com. On that very page, I am split testing a headline. So the headline you see might not be the headline you see if you come back to the page tomorrow, simply because we are using and tracking different headlines and seeing which one produces the better result. So, but hey, you join the mastermind, maybe you'll help that headline win. The whole point is, you do this so you can look objectively at what you do and then know what's working versus what is not working. Again, what does that word working mean? Working is a very subjective term. You need to decide what are the metrics that you want to use to decide what works and what doesn't. So what is the data that you want to pay attention to? We talked about in episode 2141, the data decides. Just a couple of weeks ago. You didn't listen to that one. Go listen to it. Again, it's episode 2141, the data decides. What is the data that means the most to you? For some companies, it might be getting someone to call their 1-800 number. For a basketball player, it might be how many points are you scoring. For a coach, it might be how many games are you winning. You fill in the blank with what it is that you do for a living. What metrics matter the most to your bottom line success? You want to get some further material that goes even deeper on this so you can understand this concept. Read the book Good to Great by Jim Collins. He talks about this with what he called the hedgehog concept. And the basic premise of the hedgehog concept is what data point matters the most for driving the long-term success and also the revenue, because these are businesses, they're in the business of making money for a business. Every business needs to know what this is, because when you do, then you can focus all your efforts on what is going to help push that metric to perform even better. If you don't have that metric for yourself, then you could do a whole bunch of random stuff and get all kinds of random results and not have any idea what to do with that information. So the data does decide as I told you in episode 2141, but you need to know what data matters the most because you can get a lot of different data points, but still not know what to do with it. And if you ever done like blood work, you go to a lab and you get blood drawn, they do blood work and they basically test your blood for all these different things that are going on and they can give you a printout or maybe an email, I guess, 
with all of this different information of all the stuff that they read through your bud. But if you have no idea what any of that stuff means, how do you know what to do with the information? Quick answer. You don't know what to do with it. So you need to know what data you're measuring, not just have data, period. So understand there are steps to this. Everybody following me so far. We cannot get information that we can measure, as I'm just explaining, if you are only going off of your feelings or your emotions, since your feelings can change from moment to moment and day to day. And also there are no objective measurements for feelings and emotions. Results, on the other hand, are black and white. They do not have emotions. They do not have feelings. Results don't get headaches. Results don't have menstrual cycles. Results don't get stomach aches. Results don't have bad days. They just are what they are. If you are doing a results-based action, yet you cannot find a way to measure what you're doing, then you need to find a way to do that thing differently. If you're doing a results-based action, there should be a way to measure the result. You want to be able to measure anything that is essential to your results so that you can objectively look at what you're doing and figure out, should I keep doing this or should I change it? In the sports world, we measure damn near everything. In sales, we can measure damn near everything. In advertising, we measure damn near everything. Not definitely everything, but damn near everything. For one exception to this is billboards. Like right now, outside of my building, when I look outside, I can see this big Apple billboard for the iPhone. It has a very detailed photo that's showing all this texture and it says the mushroom. And it was a photo taken with the camera on a new iPhone. And, you know, Apple's always showing off how great their camera is on their phones. Thing is, there's no way that Apple can measure the ROI of having that billboard up. Now, the reason why Apple, who is a very, very well high revenue company, they can get away with doing that is because they have tons of money to waste. So even though they don't even know the ROI on that billboard, there's no way that they can know the ROI on that billboard. They can get away with wasting money on that if they are indeed wasting it. We will never know. You and I, we probably couldn't get away with that. So you probably don't want to get a billboard the way that Apple does unless you have a way of measuring the ROI of that billboard, such as having some type of call to action that when people respond to that call to action, you know it came directly from that billboard, something like that. But it needs to be a way to measure things. Medicine, science, mathematics, you know what they all do? They all measure results. If you cannot measure something, find a different way of doing it so that you can know what is producing results and what is not. That way you can decide, okay, the data is telling me this. That means I'm going to make this decision. But if you don't have any data because you're not measuring, then how would you ever know what's working and what's not? And this is what how many people go through their lives and careers, not knowing what's working or what's not. So they're doing random stuff, spending a lot of time, putting in a lot of effort and a lot of energy, getting different results, sometimes good, sometimes bad, but having no idea what produced what. Therefore, they can never get strategic about what they do. And before they know it, time's up, they die, and they never actually figured out how to streamline their process. Don't be this person. Point number three, today's topic again, facts do not care about your feelings. If you ever find yourself responding to an objective fact by dismissing it and instead deferring to your feelings, you are, in that exact moment, you are guilty of inaccurate thinking. Let me say that one one more time. If you ever are presented with an objective fact and you outright dismiss this fact and instead defer to your feelings, just because your feelings are telling you that you don't want to believe an objective fact, which makes no sense. This is complete ignorance on your part. You are in a moment of inaccurate thinking. And here's what happens when you think inaccurately. And I talked about accurate thinking in episode 2113. When you are thinking inaccurately, the next step to inaccurate thinking are inaccurate actions. 
And the next step to inaccurate actions is that you will be operating by inaccurate formulas. And when you operate by an inaccurate formula, you will be doing things that you want to do, yet not producing the results that you want to have. And this leads to conflict. You feel like you're doing all the stuff that you want to do. You're feeling you're doing everything right and working hard and believing in yourself and being a good person and all the bullshit quotes that your kindergarten teachers told you that you are still holding on to 30 years later. You're not getting the results that you want. And then you come to somebody like me and ask me what the problem is. The problem is started at the root. Inaccurate thinking. Objective facts are objective facts. They don't have a side. An objective fact is just an objective fact. Even if it flies in the face of what you believe, that doesn't make it wrong. That makes you wrong. Let me say that one more time. If you have a feeling that an objective fact is in conflict with, that doesn't mean that the fact is wrong. That means that you are wrong. Again, objective facts do not have a side. They do not have a dog in the race of your life. They are not hating on you. They are not your friend. They are also not your enemy. They are just what they are. So if you are in conflict through your feelings with an objective fact, then that means you need to question where your feelings came from. Who supplied you with that opinion? Usually it wasn't you. Usually you got it handed to you by someone who you respect, love, know, or trust. They handed you an opinion that was based on inaccurate thinking. You never questioned it. So you went through your whole life with this inaccurate thought in your mind, this opinion hardened into a belief. And before you knew it, you were walking around defending this belief, not even knowing where you got it from, not even knowing if it's accurate. And then when someone presents you an objective fact that flies in the face of your belief that you've had for the last 20 years, you don't want to accept it because you've been thinking it for so long that you think it must be true. This is inaccurate thinking. And this is a formula that so many people are walking around this world following right now that it's basically a, you want to talk about a pandemic? All right, that's a pandemic of inaccurate thinking. People who do not think for themselves do not even know where they got their opinions from, yet they will fight tooth and nail to defend them. Now I need you to look in the mirror. Not literally, but you can if you want to. You're pretty. Look in the mirror and ask yourself, how much inaccurate thinking are you doing right now? And let me tell you how you can identify whether you have some inaccurate thoughts in your head. It's how often do you find yourself emotionally attacking an objective fact? Every time you catch yourself emotionally fighting against an objective fact, there's some type of inaccurate thinking that is going on in your mind. And what I want you to do is not condemn yourself for it or beat yourself up about it, but ask yourself, where did I even get this belief from in the first place? I guarantee you 99% of the time, you did not come up with that belief on your own. Someone planted it in your mind. You didn't even realize it. And now you're defending it, not even knowing why. The sooner you can catch yourself and basically red pill yourself, so to speak, in realizing that you have some inaccurate ideas in your head, some inaccurate beliefs that a, another inaccurate thinker gave to you, usually your parents or a teacher or maybe somebody who you look up to on the internet, who knows, the sooner you can start operating by accurate formulas and actually getting the results that you want in life. Because again, we're in a results-based business here. There's not a being right-based business. There's not a prove-your-point-based business. It is a results-based business. Are you following me here? So if you ever find yourself doing this, you are in a moment of inaccurate thinking. I want you to stop right where you are. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Go directly to jail. Now, it's just a metaphor. Don't go to jail. Uh, this is a metaphor from the board game Monopoly. For some of you don't know what I'm talking about. Facts, ladies and gentlemen, do not have a side. They are not against you. They are not hating on you. If you are in a conversation with someone, they present five consecutive facts to you that go against five of your longly held beliefs. That doesn't mean that that person is hating on you. It doesn't mean that person is wrong. And no, there are no taking turns in being right. The only thing that is right is the accurate truth. 
And if you happen to have five inaccurate truths and you are wrong five times in a row, then you need to change five of your beliefs. And I want that one to sink in there. I'm giving it a second to get through your brain. Make sure that you heard it. We are not in preschool, ladies and gentlemen. This is not an equal deal. Meaning if you and one of your friends are talking and y'all have 10 disagreements and they have 10 objective facts and you have 10 beliefs and their objective facts are in conflict with all 10 of your beliefs, that means you need to change all 10 of your beliefs. It's not a tit for tat. Well, you were right last time. I need to be right this time. No, folks. Again, this is not preschool. That's preschool thinking. That's inaccurate thinking. That's the kind of thinking that leads to people being 60 years old with beliefs of five-year-olds and don't even realize that they've been holding on to beliefs that don't even make sense and are inaccurate. Don't be this person. There are some people out there walking around like this. Actually, there are more than there should be, but that's because they haven't swallowed the red pill yet. Remember that we are in a results-based business, folks. This is not an equal opportunity-based business. This is not a I-need-to-be-right-this-time-based business. This is not a prove-your-point-based business. So if you and I are doing business together and we disagree on eight things, and let's say you have facts on your side on all eight items and they all favor your perspective, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go with your perspective on all eight. And you know what? All eight of my ideas were incorrect. We're going to go with all eight of yours. Why? Because it ain't about me being right or you being right. It's about what produces a result. That's the game that we're in. I think that's the game you're in. If you're listening to this and that's not the game you're in, turn this off. This is the wrong show. Point number four. Today's topic, once again, is facts do not care about your feelings. Number four. If you allow your feelings to supersede the facts in front of you, the facts will continue to smack you upside your head until one of is basically a multiple choice. All right. The facts will smack you upside the head until a until you get the point B until you get a concussion or C until you die. All right, one of those three is going to happen. Let me say it again. You allow your feelings to supersede the facts that are staring you in the face. The facts will smack you upside the head continually until a you get the point B until you get a concussion or C until you die. Whichever one happens first and the facts don't care which one happens first. But understand that your feelings will never beat out the facts, no matter how much you want to believe in them. Try as you may, but do not say you were not warned. All this said, let's recap today's class, which is facts do not care about your feelings. In episode 1407, I told you that subjective opinions matter more to people than facts these days in a tongue in cheek type of way. But I'm telling you, flip that around. That's the way that most people think. If you want to get different results from most people, then I would suggest you think differently than most people. Point number one. We're in a performance and results based business. So your only affiliation is to performance and results and to whatever helps produce performance and results. So which means anything you believe or feel that is proven to not work, discard it. And anything that does work, accept it, even if you didn't want to accept it yesterday. Point number two, measure, track and analyze the results of your actions. The reason you do this so that you can look objectively at your actions, see what works and what doesn't work. Keep the stuff that does work. Do more of it. Eliminate the stuff that doesn't work and do less of it. Now, does anyone have any problem doing that? OK, because results are objective. They don't have feelings. They don't have emotions. They don't get headaches. They don't have menstrual cycles. They just are what they are. Point number three, if you ever find yourself responding to an objective fact by dismissing it and deferring to your feelings instead, go directly to jail. All right, do not pass. Go do not collect two hundred dollars. Facts do not have a side. They are not against you. They are not for you. They are not your friend. They are not your enemy. They just are what they are. If you find too many facts going against what you believe, that means you probably have been fed some inaccurate thoughts by some inaccurate thinkers. Look around at the people who raise you, looking around at people you get your ideas from and look at their results. All right. You'll probably notice something that you might not have wanted to pay attention to before. We call this your red pill moment. Swallow the damn pill. Point number four. 
If you allow your feelings to supersede the facts in front of you, the facts will smack you upside the head over and over again until you get the point, get a concussion or until your death. And the facts do not care which one happens first. Whichever one occurs, occurs. But if your feelings will never beat out facts, folks, three things I want you to do now. Number one, text me to get my daily motivation every day. My number is 305-384-6894. Number two, go to bulletproofbulletin.com and get your first issue of my Bulletproof Bulletin. That's my physical monthly magazine every month. I'm going to give you your first issue completely for free. You're just going to cover the shipping. Number three, go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Join my Bulletproof Mastermind. That's where I do a live training every single week. Then I do an open conversation and q and It's usually a two to three hour call. We do every single week with high level professionals who are serious about taking their games to the next level on a personal and a professional level. If that sounds like you, again, that's workonyourgameuniversity.com. The links to all three are down below in the show notes. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.